Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm here. I'm Kip. And today we are talking about, finally, the long-awaited episode that everyone's been clamoring for. Uh Oh, yeah. Going to a dermatologist as a dog. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is specifically aimed for dogs that might have to go see a dermatologist. We're uh, we're here for you, listening dogs. Yeah, yes. if you were putting it off because you're like, I'm just itchy because I like to chew my butt. Maybe I just don't. because I like to chew my butt, and I don't question it any further because I'm a dog. Yes. Yep. Yep. Could could not be anything else than just a love of butt chewing. Mm-hmm. Right. Certainly, mm-hmm. aside from once you you know you, you take out, oh, is it maybe fleas? Oh, maybe that's a food allergy. But uh, you know. Yep. So, as many uh, listeners know, Mishka and Rue are little genetic mistakes. They really are. <laughs> and they have long-suffering teeth. Do you want to go through... Sure, I just want to mention, that we say lovingly that they're a genetic mistake. We have also done their DNA test, so I feel like we have empirical evidence <laughs> that they are, in fact, genetic mistakes, because they are, in fact, uh, definitely inbred. Super inbred. And uh, we have... Uh, you know, uh, a genotype about uh, that indicates a liver problem for, you know, which we believe is definitely 100% related to Rue's autoimmune condition involving her liver. Mm-hmm. Because what else would that be? Yeah, it's, it's genetic, and uh, Mishka doesn't have that. But anyway, um, so our dogs and, and their skin. So Rue is just uh, like uncomfortably itchy. She's just a very itchy dog, and it's, it's painful to watch because she looks miserable. And that's why, you know, we've thought for a while that she should probably go to a dermatologist. Um, we've been putting it off. Yeah, we've been putting it off because it's, it's expensive to go to any kind of specialist. Yep. Including for dog health care. Um, yeah. Even when you have dog insurance. Yeah, we, we did meet our pet deductible a while ago, so we're hoping to get everything wrapped up before April. So we'll see, because that's when it resets for us. Because uh, right now we're getting the way that we have it set up with Embrace, and we're not sponsored. But if you're if you have a a new dog, consider getting pet insurance is our recommendation because they do get injured and sick. And pet insurance, while it does not cover routine care or pre-existing conditions or pre-existing conditions, it will address illness and injury. And you can um you can look at the different options for coverage. Like we selected seventy percent back, and it affects your rate, obviously. The age of the dog affects that. And anyway, we've we've covered in past like pet insurance, but um, yeah, you can so that, that's our... a factor about why we decided to go ahead and get both of them covered. But Mishka has also had some weird skin things. Um, I guess uh, the main the main one I suppose would be the the lump he had between his toes and also under his jowl. The... Oh yeah, yeah, he had an abscess under his jowl. Um, but the lump he had between his toes we think was because he got uh, something from outside that he's allergic to stuck in his skin and it caused some sort of mass that was not like it was benign but it just like would not go away even with antibiotics and then we had a surgery to remove it and that was um i think it was almost a year ago now yeah and then like a few months later it came back and that wasn't supposed to be possible because everything that could have triggered it by by comeback it got inflamed during a change of seasonal allergies yeah. It wasn't a hardened mass. 
they took an but antibiotic, it, it puffed in the up. same spot, and it shouldn't have because there's nothing there to cause the puff up, according right. to our regular vet. Yeah, they they said that they had removed whatever place could have triggered that, so it was like, well, okay, that's not supposed to be able to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they gave another round of antibiotics, and it like it deflated a bit, but it's still there. And they were at that point referring us to a dermatologist and we're like, well, we should just take Rue too because she's still very itchy and we know she has some sort of food allergy because of the level of itchiness. And the fact that she tends to chew around her tummy and her groin area is a sign of food allergy. And they first pegged probably some sort of food allergy, which caused us to take them off a of chicken completely, given chicken and beef are the most common food allergies, to try to remove that from their diet. And she's still itchy. It helped a bit. Yeah. It did help a bit. It's really hard to just by process of elimination figure out what it is. Yeah, food allergies are actually some of the hardest, which I'll I'll go into some detail about that. Yeah. So so that's the reason that we got the referral and then um and we've mentioned in our abscesses uh episode, but Mishka also had an abscess under his under his jowl, like under his chin. Mm-hmm. And we're still not sure what caused that technically, but I feel like, I don't know, he's had... Best guesses, ingrown hair. Yeah, he's had several ingrown hairs um, that did not cause an abscess. They would just cause like a little... Irritation. Yeah, a, an infection. Yeah. Like an irritation and then an infection because... Yeah, that's how clogged his skin is. And, yeah, clogged hair pores. And apparently, our, as we'll get into, our dermatologist said his hair is coarse. And because of the coarse hair, it's more likely to, like, lock things down against his skin and cause that reaction. Yeah. And him licking it can cause it to lock in more. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. So that's why we went to a dermatologist. So three or so months ago, the uh, in-between the toe thingy happened where it flamed up again. It was, like, three or four months, I think. We see our vet too often. Yes, mm-hmm. we're we're frequent flyers. Uh-huh. <laughs> They've been rules for us. Apparently, uh, whoever has the credit card you pay with is supposed to be the person paying with it. And they're like, we had no idea. <laughs> and they had a new person they were training. They're like, oh, the name doesn't match. And they're like, for yeah. for Dan and Heath, it is okay. They're frequent flyers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can do this because <laughs> they're good for it. Yeah. No, no credit card theft there. They say, <laughs> and we know where they live. We know exactly where they live. <laughs> they live five minutes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. But so called them within a week of being given that referral, and they're like, "Okay, let's look for your next available." Um. So we have something in December. And we're like, what month was that? I know three. So December is right, nine. Yeah. So around like what September, October. Yeah, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I can't count. Um, it's too hard. Counting is hard. It was yeah. It was multiple months away, and we're like, oh, oh boy. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we can see them at um. So originally it was also scheduled where one had an appointment in the morning and the second one had an appointment in the afternoon. So my great plan of having that day off was spending my off day driving one dog to the dermatologist, coming home, grabbing the other dog, and going to the dermatologist. Mm -hmm. Good news. I got a call. So Mishka had a very early appointment. It was like nine or something. I got, and I was already waking up to get ready to take him there. 
And they give me a call and they're like, hey, Paul, uh, we had a cancellation. So if you want, you can bring them both in at Mishka's appointment. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're Perfect. like, call, but our offices will be closed. So just leave a message. Yes. And then I got a text. I'm like, yes, call, leave a message. Yes. Bring them both. And I'm like, he get them in harnesses. <laughs> and I was panicking ready because I had to leave a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than yeah. intended. But we there got there. Yeah, there aren't that many pet dermatologists, so it's not, it's like sort of a neighboring city. It's like half an hour or more away. Yeah, it's just yeah. half an hour. That's actually yeah. not bad, so bad for no. this area. No. It's not like in Huntsville, where we we were in Huntsville, like uh, seeing oh his youngest sibling, and they Might as well be in the middle of a wilderness. No, it was, but <laughs> here is the thing. Um, Huntsville's the only civilization the in the middle sibling, of a desert. The sibling picked um, Olive Garden for mm. the food they wanted to oh, eat. I love it. And then his mom's like, well, Olive Garden's a bit of the ways out. We're like, it was 15 minutes away, like everything in Huntsville. No. It wasn't no, that's not minutes too far. far. That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, well, I don't know, it's so far out. And we're like, how far out? Because even, like... Everything is 15 we're, minutes we're like away in that town. Like, the, yeah, that's what I thought. to me is an hour. <laughs> I thought it might be, like, 40 right. minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's 15 minutes. That's oh, okay. Nothing. Anything 20 and other to me, not annoying. That's fine. And it's also yeah. near one of the paths they take us out of Huntsville, so it's not really, like, out of our way. And that was another it. thing, like, his mom is like, it'll, t- it'll add 40 minutes to your trip home. And I'm like, where is this math coming right, from? What are you talking about? It, the GPS would just root us the quickest way, silly. We don't have to go back and retrace the exact way that we sometimes go. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sidebar really quick. Okay. Oh, I just, I really want some Olive Garden mozzarella <laughs> triangles. Like, you know those little mozzarella oh, triangles yeah, yeah, you yeah. get in the marinara sauce? They're so good. So yeah, little fried mozzarella. ones, yeah. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. had their salad, their free salad. Their it's free got, salad's like, a vinaigrette good. on it. Mm-hmm. So much salt, yeah. Yeah. And then you just let the parm go. Oh, just let them parm forever. (laughs) That's what my mom did. So hungry. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, No, you you sent me into dreamland. I haven't I haven't been able to eat straight for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Eat straight? I got braces. Oh right. So you have to be careful what you eat. I I have been having to eat like cheese sandwiches and like, you know, soft Oh. <laughs> you know, my soup and stuff. So anyway, oh. I take the two dogs, and I will say that is uh, taking two dogs by yourself is always a little bit more. I was actually kind of looking forward to the one. They weigh more than you between yeah. them. Yes, um, we got in. They're on the tangent leash, which they do do well on, except for in a new surrounding. And then Rue realized she was in a doctor's office, and Rue's like, "We gotta go. This is it. We gotta go. This was a trap." <laughs> We, like, had some fun. They were like, oh, all these new smells. I'm like, oh, yeah, come inside. And they, like, walked in. They're like, oh, hi, you're here for the appointment. And I'm like, yeah. And then Rue's like, oh, God, I know what this is. And Mishka's like, what's that? Sniff stuff. And Rue's like, we gotta go. I've never been to this one, but this is a bed office. We have to leave. And so then I played a fun game of one at a time, unhooking, getting them on the scale. Mm-hmm. And then fun, rehooking. The 300 pound dogs. Yes, yes. yes the yes, 300 pounds. Yeah, 300 pounds. <laughs> and then once we got them weighed, I was taken back to the room. So I got to release them and they wandered around. Mm-hmm. They took their information and stuff. And I tried to explain. And then I had to remember basically their entire medical history to explain things. They're like, when did. Mishka have 
the lump and how long ago was that and when did he have the abscess? You also had a cold. I did have a cold. I sounded horrible. Yeah, you sounded awful. I was getting better, but it was the you sounded a lot worse. The day before, know. like I had started feeling a lot better. I'd worked through my. I I don't know. I don't think I had a full cold. I was just fighting off a cold because I, I think at Thanksgiving I picked up child germs from my niece and nephew mm-hmm. who were both mm-hmm. getting over something. Right. Yeah, they've been sick for like months now. Often. Yeah, they keep passing <laughs> that, and they pass the between them, and one of them keeps getting ear infections. It's good. It's I great. I don't remember getting that sick at daycare. I used to go to kinder care. Do would you remember though, or would your parents remember? I don't know. I know I wouldn't remember. Yeah, I remember the only time I remember ever getting sick at school or at daycare and i'm not saying it's the only time this is the only time i remember right was when my friend came into class and he was just like full-on snot-nosed sick uh-huh. this was high school too oh okay and i saw him and i was so fucking pissed i was like dude why are you here why are you here what the and he's like i haven't missed a single day and i'm oh like i literally God. don't even care <laughs> i love that that mentality is slammed into us so young it's like don't worry i'm a good one yeah. i came in sick i came in sick and i have what? a fever i did get sick from him and i remember that because i was so fucking pissed at him I do also remember as a kid. He's for corporate America. Yeah. He really is. Well, I wonder where he is and if he's doing okay. Most of the time when I was a kid, if I didn't have a fever and I could mostly, like, make it, they were like, you can go. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, there were weird, like, even as kids, they're like, you gotta go. And it's like, I don't feel well. It's like, you got a test today, don't you? Yeah. You don't have a fever. Okay. Go and be a little zombie at school. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder something's wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, you can decide to tell them that you feel really bad and then you can leave. It wasn't all the time, but yeah, sometimes I did like go. I want to. Yeah, because it's like, well, if you don't feel well, and it's gonna affect your performance, just go home. Yeah, I, I will say it's not like my parents forced me, but like mostly yeah. that was my mom's question: Do you have a fever? And I'm like, no. And it's like, can you walk and get dressed? And that does do not you have mean a test? everything. I'm just saying this. This is, and I did stay home. I'm not saying like my mom forced me to school all the time when I was sick. No, we had like I'm like I have my cycle and I feel really crappy. And mom's like, okay, stay home. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's not. Oh, okay. It's yeah. not like it was always go. But I know when I was a little kid, I think it was because I did actually miss a lot of school from being actually contagious sick. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, mm, you've missed a lot. You need to go. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there are laws where yeah. it's like oh, you can only miss so much. So um, I have to force you to go if you can go. Yeah, my mom was pretty mean about uh, letting me stay home if I really didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, like call it a mental health day, call it whatever. Yeah, but that's she would, nice. She would let me stay home, but then like I would want to go out and play outside because I wasn't actually sick. Mm-hmm. But then she wouldn't want me to go outside that day because she didn't want like someone to like see that I was home and call and CPS or something. Right. I don't know, but no, that's kind of that's fair. My mom's super paranoid about CPS, even though she's like a fantastic mother and never does anything wrong. Neighbors can be dicks. They can so. be. They can be. Yeah. Okay, so where were we? Oh yeah, I was sick. I was like, why did we take this tangent? <laughs> yeah. So I was getting better, but my voice had completely shattered on Thursday. Like I sounded 
horrible. It sounded like hot garbage, even I mentioned something. Yeah, everyone's like, are you sick? Like, I went to work on Thursday, and they're like, oh no, are you sick? I'm like, no, actually, I feel a lot better. It's just my voice has gone hoarse. And I even still have a bit of it. Like, my congestion still hasn't really cleared. It probably won't clear till spring. Yep. Which then will start a new cycle of congestion. A new cycle of congestion because of pollen. Yes, um, but so I'm like hoarsely trying to remember everything. It's really early in the morning. I only had like the cup of water I brought with me, so it's like no caffeine, no food, and I'm like, you want what? You need an exact date from how long ago? Yeah. Mm, I was like, well, I. And I'm actually, my my um, months and days, they all blend together. Yeah. I was like, the spring of this year? Last year? Yeah, it was a work day for me or I would have gone. Yeah. And maybe I could have referred to the vet app for some appointments or something. Yeah. Anyway, we bit, figured that out. But, yeah. But I got asked questions I did not expect, like, about their medical history. And then they're like, so tell us about Rue's autoimmune disease. And I'm like. And she has an autoimmune disease that affects her liver. These are the meds she's on. It's like, okay, so what what happened? And I like had to explain her whole traumatic situation. They're like, so do you have any more details? I'm like, that we did a biopsy, and they determined it was a autoimmune that affect the liver. They couldn't do it the first time because she would have bled out and died. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. And they're like, we're going to contact and do more investigation. I don't know how many details they thought we would have. I don't know. I thought our vet would send them paperwork and they had stuff, but I don't know how much it is. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I've been to the doctor where I fill out, like, my full medical history and then I go in there and then they ask me the same things that were on the piece of paper that I answered. Part of it's to jog memories. Yeah. To see if you missed anything and to actually have the conversation with you. and. Right. Find out more details. Yep, yep, yep. Um. Anyway, so we she so that was the tech tech left, and then the vet came in, and they were like, "Oh yeah, nice to meet you." And she asked me a lot of the same questions, and asked me about our concerns. And I was like, "I think we have environmental allergies, definitely, and we think at least Rue probably Mishka does have some food allergies." Because he's had a sensitive stomach to certain things. Mm-hmm. And uh, she w- like did the whole thing, asked the history. She took scrapings of the skin. Like, it right. w- it's uh, like one of those little slides. Right. And she just slid it across their skin. Yeah. Like, I expected, like, I don't know. Their skin or their paw prints? Both. Like, she did different sections. She, oh. like, did a corner on one, a corner on a different section. She got, like, their paws underneath their bellies, near, like, different sections. Oh, weird for the dogs. Yeah. And they're like, what is happening? She, did she put in a Petri dish or a, a, a slide? It was a slide. And then probably she probably checking the epithelial for contact dermatitis. She was checking for, she said she was going to take the slides back and check for types of, if they were doing bacterial, mm. um, what was it? Fungal. Uh, fungal, because mm. they are actually on an antifungal. We discovered they have a bacterial. For the feet. Yeah, anyway, uh, but we'll go into that when I get the results. And then after all that questioning, she looked at me and was like, okay, we're going to start with Mishka because he's very standard. Mishka. He's a basic bitch. We're going to take him off his daily um, allergy pill and be, and then in two weeks you're going to come back and get a, an allergy test. Mm-hmm. And we'll do the basic allergy test. 
whatever environmental allergies they can create a cocktail that he gets an injection of, which I don't know exactly how this... By the way, this is a part one. This is the beginning journey. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll We've come... only just started our dermatologist journey. In a couple months, we'll come back with a part two and explain more. Yes. So this is the initial setup. I like how we're more involved with this dermatologist than we've ever had to be for ourselves. Like, I've seen a dermatologist, <laughs> like, but they're usually, like, one-off appointments, you know, yeah. to address, well, like, you, a single thing. You know what yeah. your dermatology stuff yeah. is. Yeah. I have perfect skin. Ah, That's Or now, as you get older, you're going to have to, like, get them to check out moles and shit. That's a Everyone joke, by the way. Okay. That's a joke, by the way, because I do actually have fairly clear skin, and I'm yeah. very you're lazy. No with... You're known for your crystal clear skin. People ask me what kind of like foundation, foundation and lipstick. Makeup, you know? Yeah, it's 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 perfect in every way. I am. I'm not saying this to brag. It makes me very and you're like I woke up like this, and it's true. Genetic. I did actually once like go genetics, <laughs> and they looked at me, and I was like, like hatred. Well, a little bit. I regretted that <laughs> joke. I thought they'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes you swing and you miss. Sometimes you swing and you miss. That's like, you know, rule one of comedy. <laughs> so, uh, Mishka, once we do the, it's called a, let me look it up, it, intradermal skin testing. So what that is, they're going to shave a patch of the skin. They're going to put a, like a tiny little bit of each of the allergens, watch them see what reacts, and then from there, they're going to create a cocktail mm -hmm. and basically teach his immune system. It's kind of like uh, that thing where someone has a phobia, and so you expose them to that phobia. Right, yes. Um, exposure so, therapy. Exposure therapy. So yeah. Mishka heard this plan, and he's like, oh, are you, though? <laughs> well, he's going to be sedated. I don't consent. And he's like, well, you're knocking me out. That's not fair. Yeah. So, cheating. <laughs> he's going to be knocked out um, this Friday when we're recording... Um, this goes up the following Monday, so, so it will have already happened. happened. But um, I don't know how long results take, but no. Anyway, this is just part one. Part one. Um, mm. and so they're like, that will be the environmental. He'll go on the food diet that Rue's gonna go on, and uh, she also mentioned that she thinks most of it because his fur is a lot coarser. That's a lot of the issues. Yeah. Um, and then she like paused and was like, so Rue. Mm -hmm. we can't she has an autoimmune disease so what an allergy test is is you're basically trying to get an overreaction from a it's immune a, system it's a histamine reaction yeah yes mm -hmm. Rue has a broken immune system yep. her body already overreacts to things so creating an overreaction or doing the exposure therapy where you just get the immune system worse it will, does not work for animals with autoimmune so we don't actually Four know. Yeah. Well, her uh, basically what the vet said was she w is going to get in contact with the emergency vet, get notes, and try to get more actual um, empirical data mm -hmm. about the uh, samples they took to try to make a better idea of how to deal with the environmental element of her issues um but definitely because she was chewing on her butt mm -hmm. so if a dog is chewing on her, their butt and stomach area it is very likely that they are either being exposed to food allergies or um flea bites so they might not have fleas but if they go outside they might get bitten by fleas and that can be a sign of a flea allergy 
Right. So they might not bring them in, but they might get bit because they're out in the world. We've never seen fleas, and honestly, they don't spend that much time outside. Yeah, so I mean, it's still possible. It is she, still possible. She said it is still possible. They it, can't say it's impossible because they go outside. Exactly. That's what she, and I was like, they do have a backyard neighbor dog, and she's like, if he had fleas and they happened to just bite, even if they didn't stay because yeah. of your preventive flea treatment, that's what um, could be causing it. Yeah. It's more likely to be food because of it really is, the also, overall itchiness. They're not like a dark color, so it would be easier to see fleas on them than some animals. So mm-hmm. Something that None she, of the other animals show any signs of. Yeah, something that she did also mention could be a possible treatment, which would be working with our vet to be maybe up the pred a little. Maybe. That is just something she floated out. So uh, Mishka being off the... Um, pred being prednisone. Prednisone that steroid that she takes for her autoimmune. It also helps with the itching a bit. Yes. Yeah. Steroids help with the itching, but it's not a great long-term solution. No. <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, as along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support pet parents com also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special officers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkbox.com slash pet parents pod can get free extra month of bark box for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. So I also, because Kip hasn't seen this, I would like to show the whiteboard. By the way, there was a whiteboard that she sat me down after getting the slides to explain to me, this is how allergies work. And I just want to show you her science lesson to me. So there's the word allergies, and, and it's got arrows pointing at it. I'll explain it. I just wanted you to see. Okay. Uh, can, I, can I explain the board to the people? Mm-hmm. Okay, allergies, and there's an arrow pointing to the right, and it says fleas and food, with a couple of ticks that come off of it that say Royal Crown, HP, like different food brands. Yeah. And then this is Dr. Scribble. Yep. And it says... Men, allergy <laughs> te- oh, allergy test. That's mm-hmm. a G. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's an arrow. Allergy test. Okay. Yes. And then this is. I might use this as the episode slash. I could. Allergy test and allergy shots. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you what they say. What does the first one say? Which one? The top one right there. Uh, yeah, the top one. It's actually hard to read. Because <laughs> it just looks like a bunch of M's or N's or U's. <laughs> you know, those <laughs> run together kind of cursive. Oh, that one I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure. Let, me, let me use my the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> one I'm not sure. I thought you were talking about the medications on the other oh, side. Oh, no, no. Um, so then, it's, then uh, going back to the word allergies, there's an arrow that points down. And it says... I think that was ingrown hair. Mm, uh, that doesn't look like Or that. coarse hair? 
anyway, arrow that, that points down that says something inflammation. Mm-hmm. And then she's gosh, this is like a serial killer. <laughs> I, I will explain the order in which it got written down because it started in the center and then she branched out explaining different things to you me. I'll verify she is a doctor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. way. Uh, yeah, those are medication names. Yeah, those are medications. Vinfectins, bacterial, uh-huh. and yeast. So is that infectious, bacterial, yes. and yeast? Oh, man. Okay. Hieroglyphs. So Hieroglyphs. she, uh, <laughs> after talking to us, discussing a game plan, she took the slides so she could observe them and find out what sort of, if there was anything in the areas where we assumed there was itchiness. Right. So, um, the thing she wrote first was they have infections on their skin that mm-hmm. have grown because of itchiness and inflammation that was caused by the allergies. So, it goes from the very bottom to the very top. Right. So, the infections they had were bacterial and yeast infections, which is why they're on an antifungal. And um, they were caused by the dogs being itchy. And areas being inflamed, and so mm. the dogs scratching it, um, chewing on it, mm. exposing the skin to saliva, bacteria, which and then grew into yeast and bacterial infections. So mm. Mishka is on a; they're both on some sort of um, antibiotic, just different ones. Yeah. So and then. So the first idea is to treat because also another thing is yeast and bacterial infections can cause more itchiness and inflammation. So step one, treat the tertiary infections from the itchiness and inflammation to see if that helps relieve it. Step two, work on the itchiness and inflammation, which is what the medicines on the other side were, which was cytopoint, uh, a proquil and um, a topica. So the reason uh, she slashed out a uh, cytopoint because these are for Mishka. Cytopoint won't help with the ingrown hair issue because that's where a lot of his additional stuff comes from. But oh. the topica will help with the itchiness. And then paired with the uh, kyto, uh, the the ketochronazone, I think is how you say it, mm-hmm. uh, will help him hopefully in the long term take less atopica and make it more financially sustainable in the long run. Gotcha. Also, another thing that I actually had to call back and figure out why, because the instructions said give him one frozen tablet, but nowhere on the tablets did it say like for refrigerate or freeze. Mm-hmm. And I had to call them back and be like, is it supposed to be in a refrigerator? Hasn't been in a refrigerator because I've had medicines that had to stay refrigerated. Right. And she's like, "Oh, let me check on that." And then she's like, "Oh, so apparently it can upset the stomach, which we're actually dealing with Mishka's having mm. nausea. Mm. Um, it if it's frozen, it's less likely to upset his stomach. So that's helping it hopefully not upset his stomach as much as much. It still happens. And so. Yeah. That all helps control itchy and inflammation, but all that is called by, caused by allergies. Mm. And allergies, we cannot fix. Everyone has allergies. You can't fix it. All you can do is manage it. So that's why we went to the sideboard. And for Rue, 
the soft one. She's like, fleas and food are the most likely for some of her itchiness and the way she like goes after her butt. Um, the only way you can do food allergies. So there are supposed blood tests that can test for food allergies. According to peer review, and this is why she doesn't really do this, they create a lot of false positive more often than they have not. Gotcha. Not reliable at all. She says it's currently not a reliable source that she likes to use, and she feels like it's a waste of money for her clients. Right. The easiest way to do a food test is to start on a no treats, no outside food, no nothing. They're just on prescription diet. Mm -hmm. The, The prescription diet is a royal canine. It's called HP, and it's kind of fascinating before dogs though you guys no treats no treats oh yeah they're very upset brew was so upset at first because we were obviously transitioning them from the current food and she would not eat it new food and she would not eat the new food she did not like it she has now accepted her fate and she will eat it yeah because she'll eat eventually she is a hungry girl they're hungry enough i actually um switched uh charlie and rosie to uh, we, we got a, a, a Costco membership, oh. so we switched them over to the Costco equivalent dog food. Is there a Costco in here? Yes. I always forget. Yeah. It's, it's further fun. away than the Sam's Club. Yeah. yeah, I think Costco is closer to me. Right, yeah, we've had this discussion. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, this is fine because I like Costco better on principle. Anyway. Sam's <laughs> <laughs> Club is better than Walmart. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, um... It's Kirkland's dog food, and we switched it over. And I noticed one small thing with Charlie is that when it used to be dinner time, we'd feed him Rachel Ray. Um, he would smell. I'd scoop it in. They're not allowed to eat until I'm done scooping the food. Right. I'd scoop the food, make him sit, and Charlie would come over. He would sniff the food that I was scooping out, and he would do a little hop, like a little excited hop and buck. He'd be like, "Yeah, it's dinner time. All right." And when I switched over to Kirkland's, he stopped doing oh, that. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, he doesn't man, like it as much. We're done. We're switching back to the Rachel Ray. I actually found that the Rachel Ray, the, the sack of Rachel Ray food, I can get at PetSmart. Uh-huh. It's the cheaper. same quantity, and it's like $7 more. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not bad. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, it, it brings his little heart so much joy. <laughs> it brings him joy. Yeah. Then I'll pay $7 a month. Yeah, it's beneficial. <laughs> yeah. So so here's the thing. The yeah. main protein in their food is actually chicken. Mm-hmm. But which if you remember is one of the most common things that they can be allergic to. How is that uh hypoallergenic? So apparently, so the type of food they're on is a uh, royal canine hypoallergenic hydro hydrolyzed protein. What that means is through the science of magic, they take the protein. <laughs> the science of magic. <laughs> the, the magic of science. Yeah, okay. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you did not mean to say that? No, I didn't. Okay. I said the red and the wrong word. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I was intentional. I totally speak perfectly. Um, science of magic. The protein molecules are broken down to a size that is too small to be recognized by the dog's immune system. Ooh, that sounds so processed. So everything in it is literally broken down so that Mm -hmm. their immune system literally cannot physically react to it because the molecule... It's so cool, isn't it? Yeah. Science is awesome. 
So it's really bland, by the way. Yeah. So, of course it is. <laughs> so, um... We should try some. No. We should try some and then compare it to the Rachel Ray Agency. You can, you can eat it. Um, I don't want to. You can do a segment where you just, like, <laughs> only, audio. Dog food. only audio. Only audio. Or you just hear chewing. Oh yeah, yeah, we should do ASMR of me eating dog food. And then, and then, like, and then you go... Scratch against the kibble pieces. You know? No, I'd be like, oh, the texture is very... Uh, <laughs> you gotta describe the shape. That, that's a bonus. Yeah, and this one, I feel like, has a little bit more... Um, uh, Curd oil in it. Can you uh, explain to Mishka that's tasty and he should totally eat it? Mishka, he's dead. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's asleep. Okay, so they're gonna be on that for eight weeks, and then we'll take the next step, which is to slowly introduce things to basically quantify. I don't really know what the next step is, but kind of what she said. Um, she also said the diet that we, the food we did have them on is a good supportive diet for food allergies, but we have to figure out what they're allergic to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, because hoping, it's a limited diet. Right. We're hoping we'll be able to go back to it. We'll find out. Cause it depends. We might not be able to. But well, we'll she, she was still itchy. I know. Yeah. But we don't know what she was allergic to and she was eating treats and stuff. Right yeah, that's too, true. So that's it true. It could have fully been from the treats. We have no idea. That is true. So, eight weeks of the bland food. Um, Rue, initially, she would eat around the food. She'd take bites and then bleh, 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 yeah, spit out yeah. the new food. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Mishka's yeah. like, oh, I love this new food. It's so tasty. Oh, what an exciting new experience. And now he is. We had some wet canned food, which we were originally going to use for, like, substitute pill pockets. Because Rue had been getting cheese. Because which, pill pockets have chicken. But uh, so we dairy were allergies. To wrap her pills, but dairy allergies, so we couldn't eat that because no joy in life says Rue. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she did not like the wet food at no, all. No, she does not like the wet food. So it's better to just she's just getting pills put in her. They're mouth. both just getting pills she, shoved she, down she, their mouth. She takes pills pretty well. They both do. Yeah. yeah, you can just shove things down their mouth. Rue, Rue takes pills a lot better than you should, but yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. That's what I got to do with uh, Charlie's flu medicine. Mm-hmm. Charlie will eat just about everything, but he does not like his flu medicine. Rosie will just gobble it straight down. I got to, like, shove it. Charlie will take it and politely try to eat it, Aww. but then just kind of spit it out and look at me. Like, I, I tried. Yeah, and then I got to, like, shove it down his throat because he has to eat it. It's yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. his it, trifecta or whatever the <laughs> heck you yeah. call this. Yeah. Know. It's it's a sweet treatment, so yeah. yeah. Flea, heartworm, all the stuff. Oh, right, you're like, I don't want you to die. You have to take yeah. this. Yeah, they're out to get you, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so so um, so Rue didn't initially eat it. Um, the wet the wet food wasn't really working as pill pockets, so I just started sprinkling in the dog's food. Rue also did not like the wet food. And so I started giving him Mishka's dry food. He loved it. And I'm like, okay, we're now fully on the um, regular food. And Rue has adapted to her lifestyle of the dry food and only the dry food. And that's fine. She she's it happily now because she's a hungry girl. Yes. And then Mishka has decided he does not like it. His tummy's upset. Everything's too hard for him. He wants it only with the wet food sprinkled in. But we're out of the wet food. out for the wet food. He's sure that we're going to give it to him. We're, but we're out of it. We're so out of it. We have to get more. I don't know because like his stomach is very upset by the medication. I so also like, need I to like... call them and figure out. Right now, I kind of gave him some leftover Zofran that I had from trouble. Um, 
because it's an anti-nausea. So, and I've given it to him before, and it's helped to a degree. But right. we need to talk to the dermatologist. Yeah, and he's feeling hungry, but he's only interested in people food. Yeah, right. he stole garlic bread today. Like, oh, Heath was garlic's un- not good for dogs. No, Heath was <laughs> unpacking some boxes. I went to grab the laptop. I went to the bathroom. He didn't get to like eat all of it or anything. I came in, and he was like, had it in his mouth, and I was like. Looked at me and I'm like, pull. And he I looked, love how you're doing a face for yes. this audio. He um he had it in his mouth. He looked at me and then he moved his head to try to see. Like, oh, I don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. He he reached up on the counter, which is not hard for him because he's he's he just he's has huge. to. Yep. He just has to reach his head. He's up. already counter height with his head. So it's it's very obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Up a little bit. And so then I pulled it out of his mouth, threw it away, and then he's like, what about what about? One. And special boy. And then I tried to feed him his food, like, oh, you're hungry. Here, you can eat food. And he, like, looked at it. I tried to hand it to him. He didn't take it. He licked his bowl, sadly. And then he just laid beside the bowl. <laughs> he just laid next to it, sad. So he's being dramatic. If you want to tell everyone about how dramatic Mishka was. Oh, my God. So <laughs> the other night, uh, it turns out he was Sunday. just. Yeah, Sunday. And we're recording on a Wednesday. So, it turns out he was just really nauseous from this medication, but... Mishka's okay. threw up multiple times. It was only, like, three times total, I think. But mm-hmm. the thing is, he was very restless. And if you'll remember our bloat episode, we were worried that he maybe had bloat because he, like, is a very lazy dog and he never, like, doesn't settle down. Mm-hmm. And he kept walking around, trying to lay down, getting back up restless. He barked at us a couple times. Yeah, barked at us a couple times. Like, what the hell? And so the restlessness is the only reason that we were really worried. Because he's never restless. And we're like, this sounds like the early signs of bloat. Because restlessness is not a sign of extreme nausea. It's not. No, he's Uh, just being He's being very dramatic. That in itself is not a sign of extreme (laughs) nausea. That is a sign of Mishka being dramatic. He's Mm -hmm. like, my stomach is very upset and I can't lay down. My stomach is upset. I'm going to bark at you. And he also, by the way, in the car ride, did not settle. He did not lay down. He'd lay down, sit back up. Lay down, sit back up. If you Yeah, that's bad. That that looks like bloat. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know what bloat looks like. And yes. as we all know, we were there at present for my older sister's run-in with Leon having bloats. And how yeah. dramatic and, and traumatic that was. A lot of retrievers are prone to that. Um, so we're like, uh, uh Pet insurance. Okay. We are a deductible. Let's go to the emergency vet because our vet office was closed. It was a Sunday, so even though it wasn't that late, so on a regular weekday they would have still been open. So they, I don't know if they could have squeezed us in, yeah. but um, anyway, so Danielle took Mishka while I sat they, through. They X-rayed him, and they're like, "Good news. There's no." He's like, the vet was like, "I don't think he has bloat. He doesn't feel bloated. He's not in pain when I probe the area. Yeah, we, we probed be. him too, and we're like, he's not reacting like he's in pain, but we also are not vets. Yeah. So. And he's right, like, right. but it could be a gastral thing. It could be the new medication. You guys could wait to see if it gets worse. And I was like, what? I'm like, we are probably overreacting. I am we aware of this. We know. Yeah. I'm like, I know that I am predispositioned because of actually having firsthand experience with another dog having this and it being a very like dramatic thing. I'm like, I would rather just get him x-rayed. He has pet insurance. He's his deductible. It's not going to be that much. And the guy's like, great. Takes him back, gets him x-rayed. He's like, good news. 
no bloat, no gastrointestinal. He literally has very no gastrointestinal obstruction. Ob- obstruction. He he has intestines. He basically. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear because that's kind of no. what you were saying. I was saying that. Yeah. So no uh, gastrointestinal. That's a huge problem. <laughs> so your your problem is he's got no intestines. Uh, as I've said, the like, problem. I'm not a vet, as I've said in the past. And he's like, so we're going to give him fluids and an anti-nausea for his visit. I'm like, that sounds great. He's like, he basically has nothing in his stomach. I'm like, that's great. He's like, it's probably his medication. And I'm like, that sounds lovely. That sounds like, what was funny though, before we were debating to take him to the vet, I'm like, I think it's just his medication. And then like, he you know, threw up. he literally like spit up right as I was saying this shit. And I was like, really? Timing? Mm-hmm. Ishka? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fine, we'll take you to the vet. Right, so I told him that. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, when we got to the vet, he was like, oh, oh, I'm at the vet. Also, he's been there before. Yeah, he's like, he started laying down. He started looking around. He's like, I I think I'm good now. We can go, right? I feel better. (laughs) Like uh, when they were bringing him back into the room, Mishka tried to take the. Poor vet tech with like, oh, we can go to the lobby now, right? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he is 110 pounds. Yes, if he suddenly changes direction, it is a bit. <laughs> yeah, he's just stubborn. But he's no. like, no, no, I don't. So Mishka's okay. He's just dramatic. He has some nausea. Um, I do need to call the dermatologist because I totally forgot Tuesday because I had some other stuff going on Tuesday and I forgot. Yeah. I had to call someone. Yeah. So I'll call them tomorrow on my 30, and they'll probably tell me, well, we'll give him something there, and he can't eat after midnight on Thursday anyway, and I can't get there on Thursday, so we'll deal with it Friday. He'll be fine. He's 109 pounds. He probably does. You have no idea what he weighs now. He's wasting away. Oh, he'll be fine. I'm not that concerned. I'm a horrible... Okay, so... What were we on? Oh, yeah. So the medication can cause nausea. We talked about the food. They don't like the food. Well, Rue eats the food. Mishka's now only wants the wet food. So this is going well. Yeah. Um, swift transition from it's great. Except he wants the wet food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, that's what we know. And Rue also can't have the joint supplement because it has additive, like, flavor additive. Mishka can still have the joint supplement because she doesn't think Mishka has as bad food allergies if he has any at all. Yeah, he's not very itchy. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so that is our current update on the skin allergies. Am I missing anything? Did I explain everything to the best of my ability of going to a dermatologist? I think you did. Okay. I I had to... uh deal with some issues with Rosie when I first got her. All right, because the pit skin. Yeah, and I think I talked about it in earlier episodes, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that was basically my foray into dog allergies was Charlie never had the problem. Charlie will fucking eat anything. Yes. Charlie ate a loaf of raisin bread. He ate an entire loaf of raisin bread, and it scared the ever-living shit out of me. Yeah. Because I didn't notice until the next day that he had pulled it off the car because it was actually a loaf of bread that someone had given me uh-huh. because I'm I'm a pauper that needs bread. <laughs> you know? Wow! Did but they make it? No, no, it was from Publix. Uh, maybe <laughs> they just thought it was delicious, and they're like, "Here, have delicious raisin bread." And then, so they gave it to me, and I just thought it was like just a loaf of bread. 
And then I noticed the wrapper on the floor, like, the next morning. And it, usually if there's a wrapper on the ground, it's Charlie, because he's the only one who can get up there and grab stuff off yeah. the Because he's a skeleton. Because he's a long dog, yeah. yeah. So, it was just the wrapper and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the wrapper, and I looked at the label, and it said raisin bread. And I was like, fuck, you know, yeah. there's no vomit, nothing like that. I looked around the house, you know, Charlie was fine. He wasn't lethargic. Yeah. He was totally happy. I called the vet yeah, up. Yeah, he had a great meal. Same great meal. Uh, bowl. <laughs> I called the vet up, and I was like, my dog had raisin bread. And they were like, yeah, we can't really explain why some dogs react to it and other dogs don't. But, like, you know, just watch them for, like, organ failure. I'm like, thanks. Oh, my God. Thanks. Well, I had a similar conversation with my vet. It's like, if he pukes up anything worse than the sandwich, just take him to the ER. Yeah, yeah. Unless you, yeah, they're like, he probably, he's a big dog. Yeah. yeah, how much does Charlie weigh again? He's he's like sixty pounds. Yeah, see that's the benefit of like larger dogs is mm-hmm. they would have to have like a great quantity usually of whatever yeah. toxin or thing that's toxic to them. Whole ass loaf and I love raisin bread. Yeah. He ate that whole loaf of raisin bread. I didn't eat a single slice. I like how you're complaining about being given <laughs> bread like you're a popper. <laughs> now complaining about not gonna be eat it. <laughs> I was gonna eat it. Like, of course I'm gonna eat it. You give me bread, I will eat that bread. <laughs> but anyway, so when I first got Rosie, she she actually did have allergic reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, on her, she, her, uh, her skin was all fucked up and flaky, and her fur was falling out and stuff like that. And so I found out that they're just sensitive to food and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's why, and and it's it's the Rachel Ray chicken. Right. You know, but it's like just the cleanest food yeah. I could find. So, I mean, we yeah. have that when they were puppies, we were like, can we have you on cheap dog food? And then they immediately started having diarrhea. And we're like, oh, nope. no. <laughs> no, we got sensitive yeah. puppies. I also so we want had to get the like, nicer food. Yeah. I, I also have the luxury of being able to get away with feeding my dogs food that they enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, and I know they like the Rachel Ray food. All right. You know, as so, Charlie demonstrated, when you switched them. Yeah. Oh. He's a little sad. He lost his hop. That's <laughs> he so lost sad. His... <laughs> but it's like, I look at the Kirkland's uh, food, the ingredients are all the same. Yeah. But I guess like the portions are different where it just doesn't taste the same. Or maybe the way it's processed too. Who knows? So yeah. So um, switch, I'm currently still in the process of switching back because it takes time. Yeah. You have to portion it out and everything. Yep, yep, yep. But um, yeah. So figured Rosie's thing out early on in her puppyhood and her fur's just been silky and beautiful and lovely. And she feels velvety. She does. She yeah. velvet. She velvety. is a very soft dog. Mm. <laughs> oh, another addition to uh, the day of dermatology. So the day before, I made sure all my groceries and errands were done. Mm-hmm. On the list was dog food. So I bought them new dog food. Okay. Then they got switched to a specialized canine diet. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I then took their dog food yeah, and their dog it. traits. Mm-hmm. We hadn't opened it. I wasn't that, I wasn't that great. I didn't, like, condense it all. Right. Which, thank God. Yeah, fortunately... You then put it into the giant container we keep it in. Yes. So I then collected their dog treats, collected their dog food, called BarkBox, got that stuff switched mm-hmm. to toys only because they can't have treats no more. Mm-hmm. And then drove, had Bark to do. Box, you should get 
you know, uh, allergy-friendly treats. Well, you can put food allergies Never if mind. you know them. I put down they had chicken allergies, but they Never can't mind. be on anything. Yeah. So they're on toys only. Um, and then had to play a fun after the dermatologist visit. It's like, well, gotta go return all this shit. So that was yep. fun. I also had to dig out a receipt from the garbage because I literally remember throwing it away and I'm like, God. It was on the top of the camera. Can not just look it up by your card? Mm, possibly. Okay. I, I just, just, I just know it's easier to have the receipt. Well, it was really funny. The lady who checked me out the day before was like, oh, did you get the wrong kind? And I was like, no. I'm like, oh, good. She remembers me. <laughs> I was like, no. I don't like when they remember me. I'm like, ah. Your hair is a fun color. I am a distinctive look right yeah. now. Yeah. So. You are anime girl. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, they went to a dermatologist and they have to be on a special diet right now. And I didn't think about that before I did errands. And yeah. I just need to return this because they can't eat any food that's not this. And I don't know what they're eating in eight weeks. And she's like, ah, that makes sense. Because they have a vet clinic there. So I'm sure they deal with this all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. That's fun. Yeah. Is that the right room? So uh, that would be my my tip to you if you do errands before a dermatology visit: don't buy dog food. No, don't don't yeah. do it. Don't be productive. No, take it off your list. Don't productivity. Oh my god! Don't in be the, prepared. <laughs> or at least if you are, don't open the bag and keep the receipt so you don't have to rifle through the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Any closing remarks? Mm. Um, the allergy stuff reminded me because I don't remember if I said on another episode when, when I went to an EMT regarding allergies um, I found out that because of beta blockers you can't oh, yeah. you can't yeah, EpiPens aren't as effective they're less effective because yeah. the beta blockers block the histamine receptors the, no epinephrine oh oh the epinephrine receptors epinephrine yeah epinephrine the epi receptors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's fun because, you know, I've been on beta blockers for high blood pressure since I was 21. The reason this is also concerning for Heath, he actually does have like a wasp allergy. I do. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so I might, I might die. Even if I have an EpiPen, it might not, might not be enough. That's cool. You can use a second EpiPen. You can use two Hopefully before you Hopefully that's enough. Yeah. Because that is something my doctor but said. I just feel like that's not common knowledge. No. Because I've never heard of it. Well, and actually, I remember uh, our sister-in-law did say that her mom was told, I think you just had a bad doctor, which you did at the No, I'm sure, but it, it literally should be mentioned more. A lot of people are on beta blockers. I know they're mostly older people than I am. I assume that their doctor is supposed to tell them initially. I know, but it, it just be, should be like a PSA type thing. Okay, well, here's your PSA. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just, I was pissed. That doctor sucked. And he's still not retired. That's upsetting. But, anyway. Uh, Anyway, that's another thing. So yeah, if uh, if you know you or your loved one are on beta blockers and you have allergies, just keep in mind you probably need more than one EpiPen. Um, so just keep in mind, and you know maybe make sure that whoever's on beta blockers is aware of that fact, because uh, maybe their doctor sucks like mine. <clears throat> PSA. Okay. Um, we will give you an update on the dermatologist visit. I might use either the shaved skin area from Mishka as the splash or the messy doctor board or both. Who knows? It'll be fun. Um, have 
Heath, where can people find us? I was forgetting where I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can find us on petparentspod.com, also Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. And you can email us petparentspod at gmail.com. As always, we will continue to get better. And time is an illusion, lunch doubly so. That's a Douglas Adams quote. Goodbye, everybody! Thanks for all the fish!